Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of the RFR Rundown. Today is Wednesday, June 24th, and uh, you know, the news cycle is rife with Raider Nation, and so we're here to tell you all about the, the biggest stories of the week or the past couple weeks, uh, what's going on in Raider Nation, and I don't do this show by myself. I do it with my best friend, Swag Jeff. What's up, Swag? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's good to be back. I, know, I, haven't, uh, I haven't been in the fan cave in like a month. My kids barely recognize you. I know. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's man. crazy. But I had so much stuff on my desk when I got here because of all the stuff that I said <laughs> to the fan cave. Yeah. It's all so good. I have so much new swag. Yeah, you do. You got you got that uh, Raider Nation or that new Raider, new Raider Wor- World Order. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Mojo. Yeah. Thanks, Mojo. And thanks, Murph. Uh, yeah. It's, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Mojo got the hookup on that, man. That's, that's, that's badass, dude. I love that gear. Well, yeah. And I can't way to celebrate uh, the tailgate mojo is uh, if i'm allowed to make an announcement for him uh, for those of you that are fans of the network shows here yes uh, mojo's pod show is now going to transition a little bit oh okay mojo is going to move uh so the big gringo is his producer yeah and they both are like best friends in real life like what we are yeah and they do a lot of like really fun stuff and like funny like irreverent stuff outside of just raiders created content and so um they're going to start doing shows like about like wrestling i think or something like whatever they're gonna do like more creative youtube stuff outside of raider nation okay so mojo's pod show probably won't be part of the network anymore he's always welcome whatever they got yeah we'll host it in terms of the audio but in terms of his channel uh, i don't think he's going to be doing as much with the raiders directly as he well, was we'll just have to have him on one of our shows and and well know, that's what get, i'm get his side of raider nation well that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking i'll have him off uh or have him on first for an rfr conversation and then we'll just do like yeah we'll just have him be part of he uh, might ha- he might take my place for a rundown at some point that would be great you know that'd be great I mean, that'd be awesome that'd be fun yeah sonny sat in for you one time on a rundown yeah. and so that'd be good to have mojo in um but anyway so th- that's what's up with mojo but in the meantime he's still running this tailgate this new raider world order oh my gosh tailgate. Yes. so uh, definitely support him uh on the twitters and uh just all you got to do is look for is, is i can't know why i can't ever wrap my brain up. it's r no n-r-w-o Look for NRWO on, on the Twitter, and uh, it's pretty cool. It's old school, especially if you're an old school wrestling fan like oh, we are, dude, man. Yes. That old WCW and yes. WO stuff is legit. So uh, very cool there. All right. So, um, uh, yeah, man. So welcome back in the Fan Cave, Swag. Yeah, thank you. Uh, glad to have you here for the rundown. So as I mentioned, we're going to talk about all the Hot Raider stories. Um, also, to give you just a little bit of housekeeping, on the channel, uh, I've got an interview coming up this week with uh, uh, Kevin, the Raider nerd, and his yes. good friend Kyle, who's a Chiefs fan, but we won't hold that against him. I mean, we do. Yeah, I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he's, you know, outside of his fandom, he's he's a pretty cool guy. And so um, nice. So he sat in on the interview with us, and we had a good time. Of course, I took 
a lot of jabs at him as, oh, as, as one sure. should um, when you show up on a Raider show and you're a Chiefs fan. But um, but it was a fun conversation. So that will be coming up with those guys. They are both the co-founders of the fan. Now, how big of a Chiefs fan is he? Because because you know on RFR you can jump people into the nation. Yeah, no, he's legit. He's oh, like, okay. yeah, he's okay. like lifetime. Like he's not like fresh Patrick Mahomes jersey fan. Oh, okay. Like he's like old school. He wasn't like me where I was Tennessee Titan Marcus Marietta jersey guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, this is like like he grew up like Derek Thomas was his idol. Like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? right like, on. Yeah, like yeah, he, he's, okay. he's old school man. So, okay, or if, I mean that's I can respect that as much as one Raider fan could. Exactly. You know, yeah. I, well, I, we respect someone else's fandom. So even though it's not our fandom and it's our arch nemesis, like yeah. I, I can at least you know vibe with where you came from on it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, um, anyway, so uh, uh, and Derek Thomas is not old school to me, but I know a lot of people listening. He is like to me. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that guy when I was in my twenties. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that was only a million years ago. <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> anyway, so so check that out on the channel coming up soon, and then. Uh, Mosh and I did an RFR live, or at least our RFR is tripping. Oh my gosh, we I some... love those things. You man. do? You like those? Well, yeah. Well, next time you do a tripping, I'm going to be with you. Yes, you'll because be we're going to be going to do casino sports all together. Yes, oh. absolutely. It was a good trip, dude. It was fun to be out and about, man. Oh my gosh, yes. It was nice to be out and about. It was nice, to, of course, you know, playing playing craps and doing our thing and all that. Well, yeah, and having some you know cocktails and just and like you, and you went on a little heater. I did, dude. I was up until... You texted me at like 6 a.m. and like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> uh, dude, I was, man. It was... Those dice were hot, man. I couldn't... Well, I'm not, yeah. I can't walk away from the table. I could barely walk away to go to the bathroom, let alone walk away for the night. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's funny because like, it's like, I'm like, man, I got to use the restroom. And everyone's like, no! Don't go. Because you're on a hot street, oh, man. Yeah. You don't want to walk away from the table. Don't you change know what I mean? nothing. Don't change nothing. Just keep them going, man. Keep the dice moving. And so anyways, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, get back to a little bit of normalcy. And so speaking of normalcy... Uh, we are getting, going to get back to RFR Live. That's a segue, is that we, hey. say, we say in the biz, yeah. Uh, so uh, we're going to get back to RFR Live next Wednesday. I don't think you're going to get a chance to join us. Uh, no, but Mosh no, no. and I will have a, a, a regular old RFR Live. Yes. Uh, from here in the Fan Cave. And, yes. And should be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of uh, voicemails and a lot of emails. We're going to read. Um, we get them every week. And so since we're doing rundown tonight, we are going to go ahead and play uh, one voicemail. We're going to play Capo, uh, as always. Of course. He's, he's the man. And so we're going to represent that tonight. And then also, uh, we do have a few emails we're going to get to tonight. Yeah. And since since Mosh and I did the show last Wednesday, uh, we've gotten a few. So we'll read those. And then Absolutely. we have um, a lot of stories to get to. So we'll do, um, we're going to do Jeff's uh, Aloha Corner to start off with. Oh, yes. Yes. And then we will have the four minute drill. Uh, where we're going to cover some of the like big topics in Raider Nation. Yes. Then we're going to dig in on a couple more things. Yep. And then we're going to get into the Sea of Fans effectively, which is going to be the, yeah. the voicemail and the, and the email. So uh, about 30, 40 minute show it should be. And uh, so appreciate you joining us here. Appreciate you supporting, supporting. Oh, man, I'm on a roll tonight. Supporting the Murph's Fan Cave uh, network of shows. Yes, absolutely. And uh, please help us. Uh, support the uh, Stabler XOXO Foundation. Absolutely. Go to our website, which is uh, RaidersFanRadio.com. And then if you go to slash gear, or if you just hit the gear tab on the RaidersFanRadio.com website, uh, that will take you to then uh, a, a spot where there's a link. And then that will take you to the Fanatics website. Yes. And then anything you buy on Fanatics doesn't cost you anything extra. Yes. The money just kind of, uh, there's, well, a portion of the, of the proceeds comes back to us, and we will take yep. all of that money collectively. Yep. And donate it to Kendra Stabler and the XOXO Foundation. Absolutely. I just heard from the Full Metal Mexican via Twitter. He he sent me a message on Twitter. He bought the new draft hat. And he's yeah, oh, he's buying all kinds of stuff. Nice. So yeah, so he's Sweet. filling that little hopper up and and we appreciate that. And all you guys that do that, it, it it's it's for a great cause, man. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Lino, and appreciate all of you that have already helped. We're already about 250 some odd bucks. That's so um, good. And in the dead part of the dead season. Yeah, dead part of deads. Exactly. Yeah. We hadn't even gotten started with our own gear yet, which will that will happen. This is just a link that we have set up for yes. um, for the fanatics things. And and hey, listen, if you know somebody that's a football fan and is going to buy a New Jersey or whatever, tell them to use our link because once you click the link, you can surf you can around buy whatever. Yeah, anywhere on the website. Uh -huh. Yeah, I did that the other day. I bought I bought Raider a, a Raider hat and I bought like a Pred shirt. A National oh, okay. Predator shirt, and it all goes to the gall goes into the hopper. All goes into the hopper. So please yeah. uh, help us in that way. Spread that around a little bit if you wouldn't mind. And then uh, we're going to have our own T-shirts to go to uh, to sell here soon. And we're, we're going to find it on our website. 
Yeah, I think we got a little bit different of a strategy. We're just going to go with it directly, uh, much like what we did in the past. A little bit different of a setup in terms of you're going to have more availability. And oh, my gosh. Like, usually, like we've done, or at least the past few years, we've had, like, a shirt. And, like, here's right. the shirt for the year, and then you buy it, and I'm the fulfillment department here at the Fan Cave. And But I think this time around, we're going to be able to have... We're going to have a, a, pr- a plethora of shirts. A pl- exactly. Pretty much every logo that's on the yeah. website. And not just T-shirts. We might go hoodies. We might... We might go coffee mugs. We might go stickers. We might just do everything. Why not? Tote bags, as the kids say. Did kids say that? I think I everyone know. just calls know. it a tote bag. A tote bag's a tote bag's a tote bag, man. <laughs> I think everyone, kids call it that. Adults call it that. Okay, see, my so grandma calls it uh, that. So I'm not wrong. No. Yeah, uh-uh. All right. So so buy your tote bags. Yeah, hey. get you a tote bag. Get you a tote get bag. Get you a little tote all bag. Right, so yeah. So but check that out. That's coming up soon. But in the meantime. RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. All right, so uh, so cue the luau. And uh, Jeff, take us to Aloha Corner. Oh, where I need is... a button on my thing that's just this. The... We'll take out the trump. <laughs> or just me doing that. <laughs> or just I'd say that's the better thing, yeah. Because yeah. we we're going to take the trump cue off of the board. Well, yeah. And, uh, not to be political, but, you know. So we're going <laughs> to... It's time. It's okay. It's okay. So we'll have a different uh, cue on there. But yeah, so so this is where Jeff... We're yes. gonna We're going we're gonna to give you like... I'm um, just inventing a time now. We're going to give you a 90-second platform. Yeah. Okay. To unfold your love affair via the news with yes. one Marcus Mariota. Yes, absolutely. So, so welcome, everybody. Welcome. Mahalo. Mahalo <laughs> for coming to Aloha Corner, where we talk to you about the latest and greatest things that have happened with the greatest player in the NFL, number eight, Marcus Mariota. So Marcus Mariota had a big weekend, Murph. He had a big weekend because his college sweetheart from Oregon said yes after Marcus Mariota got down on one knee and asked if he would marry her. So he is now starting his life, his family, absolutely. So so it's a great thing right there. Uh, She followed him from Oregon to Middle Tennessee uh, and was actually a a soccer coach for a a, a high school here in town. And now they've gone to to the West Coast and they're both wearing silver and black now. And he's he's got her a ring now and it's it's just great. this week, I actually purchased a, a, a signed Marcus Mariotto apparel that I will now put in my fan cave, in Swag's fan cave, here in Middle Tennessee. It's great stuff. Uh, it, it's awesome. It's awesome. Thank you, Marcus Mariotta, for being who you are as a man, as an NFL player, everything. We cannot wait to see you about week, what, seven, maybe? <laughs> All joking aside, it, it's good. Thank you. Congratulations! Congratulations on on your engagement and and all that stuff, and we wish we wish you all the best here at RFR, especially me. Out of control, dude. Let's hit a break. <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they fucking put out a banger podcast. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. All right, so next up here, we've got the four-minute drill. Oh, I the love four, this four, segment. Or the four-minute offense. Four-minute offense, We're yes. not biting from anybody else's stuff. Okay, the four-minute offense. You ready, Jeff? I am ready. All I'm right. ready. Well, you're going to be taking the lead on oh, this Oh, I'm one. taking the lead. All right, let me make sure, yeah. I, make sure I got my stuff all ready. Okay, I got to recover from the Mahalo corner there. All right, here well, we go. Yeah. All right, here we go. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Plays on this script of the plays that are coming. Here's the answers to the test now. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. First up, the city of Oakland has appealed the dismissal of its lawsuit against the NFL over the relocation of the Raiders to Las Vegas. Attorneys filed their notice of appeal May 29th to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. Oakland, let it go. Be like Elsa. Let Be it- like Elsa in Frozen. Let it go, let it go. 
Oh my gosh, it's crazy, man. Are they like what? the most butthurt ex-girlfriend you've ever heard of? Come on, man. Give it up, man. Oh my gosh. So so, so an NBC Sports in Philadelphia, a writer says, uh, they may have moved from Oakland to Las Vegas, but for some reason they stuck with the logo. It's too busy and the colors aren't anything special. Perhaps maybe if they took the shield and the Raiders out and just put the swords in the male figure, it would simplify it. Or just get rid of the head altogether. Anything is better than this. This comes from a guy in Philadelphia who's used to a wing for the eagle, a wing for a flyer, the number 76, the Phillies. Oh, wow, how creative. The Philadelphia Phillies. Wow, no one asked you. Shut up. <laughs> Damn, I love it, Swag. Love the passion. Raiders will not have training camp in Napa this summer. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Uh, as the NFL told teams they must hold camps at their team facilities. The Henderson facility is on schedule and should be completed this month. Teams to likely add a week at the start of camp since offseason workouts wiped out due to the pandemic. Jeff, more to come on that later in the show. Wow, absolutely. So, so three years ago today was a big day. The Raiders signed Derek Carr to a five-year, $125 million contract extension since then the Raiders are 28th in the league in scoring ouch 18.8 points per game and are tied with Washington and Tampa for the 25th best record in the league which is 17 and 31 which we can bring it back to uh, Mahalo Corner and talk about that but we're not going to Murph well, we've actually got a minute, so we could dig in on that a little bit. And you really you know, can. We really can. And, you know, here's the deal, man, is that when you look at the stats, even the stats, according to somebody like Josh Dubow of the of the AP, uh, it's, the car stats really don't stack up all that great, considering when you look at the things that are, because people all want to quickly want to blame the defense or whatever. Yes. It really gets a little ugly when you start digging into it. And most recently, everyone's taken a shot at Josh for saying that Rich Gannon was a better quarterback. And I just retweeted this and here's what josh has to say no matter what excuses you choose it, to make it doesn't change the fact that gannon is better than Carr. that's not an insult to Carr. just like we have always said we're not sure. insulting Carr, but that's not an insult to him but gannon was one of the top quarterbacks in the league for a four-year stretch he was a goddamn nfl mvp Derek Carr's never been any of that so look it's just a, yes just the way it is man the way the numbers play out all right last up the Raiders moved to their new Southern Nevada digs this week. The team brought an important piece of history to help usher in their future. The Al Davis Memorial Torch that stood at the Coliseum was installed Monday nice. at the team's headquarters. And Jeff, don't you feel like that's appropriate? I mean, the first person to light the torch was John Madden after Al passed away. The last person to light the torch was Charles Woodson. Perfect. Yes, we got the new hologram, the new big, big torch, and all that beauty of it, the splendor of that. But I think it was very important to preserve. You had to bring that with you. You had to bring that with you. And, like, we've all taken pictures out in front of that thing. Like, it was very, became synonymous with the Coliseum. And yeah. I love the idea that they're preserving that at the facility. And all I can hope is that the fans will have access to that when they oh, go to I'm, visit. Oh, they will. That way we can continue to do our pictures in front yep, of it, right? Ab absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, two, two great Raiders like those torch. The first and the last. John Madden, Charles Woodson, you know, everyone's favorite Raiders. It's it's a it's a good Eight thing. So, so we, uh, we, we love that. Yes, we will be taking more pictures in front of that. Uh, thank you so much. John Gruden, take us home. And they'll run out of time. And it costs. Yeah, it's a rookie mistake. But right here, he's got to go down. Whew. Hey, man, we nailed that one. Oh, my gosh. We had, like, time to kill. Yeah, you even had a chance to ramble a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we could have scored within two minutes. Yeah, man. If we needed to. Heck, yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> two minutes? <laughs> What's your rush marathon, man? Uh, <laughs> I could have scored three times by that point. <laughs> yeah, you could have. That's what I hear. <laughs> Who have you been talking to? <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> Hopefully my wife. <laughs> Not Uncle Mosh or something a, like that. There's always a point in this show during the rundown where we end up in a giggle prison. Oh Every gosh. show. There's Every some show. stupid ass comment that one of us makes. Oh, we my end up, gosh. oh my gosh, it's terrible. This week's This week's awkward moment presented by Swag Jeff. Yeah. Oh man. Oh my god. All right, minute man. All right, here we go. So um, please. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, it takes one to know one, I man. Want that, I, don't want, I don't want that nickname to stick. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It won't stick around long. <laughs> yeah, it won't. <laughs>
my gosh. And now for something completely different. Hey, Jeff, the Raiders are moving to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. So what's the latest on the team's move? So according to Paul Gutierrez, uh, he had a really cool article kind of breaking all of that stuff down. Basically, the gist of it is that it starts off, and we'll just kind of tag team this. It kind yeah. of starts off, you know, normally the training camp is in Napa. Yes. But as I mentioned in that rundown, uh, or in the in the four minute offense, it's going to Henderson. It's going to Henderson because they're they're gonna have the the facilities are done and they're gonna well, yeah. they're gonna gain additional time out of it. Um, before we dig further into this story, and and, I'm, and sorry to interrupt, but how cool is it gonna be in, in that training camp to because we're gonna get pictures all throughout training camp, all that stuff. How cool is it gonna be to see the Alf the Al torch right there behind? Oh, me? so isn't cool, that cool? Man. Yeah, that's, that's gonna so be cool. really neat. So cool. And what do you think about? Uh, I talked to Mosh about this last week. What do you think about the Raiders holding and like Derek Carr holding these uh, workouts? They got like forty guys showing up for these. It's things, amazing. Really it's cool, amazing. Right? Now the NFL, I think, has has kind of nixed that. They told them to quit doing that. I heard that, which is lame. It's lame, but I mean, I guess I kind of get it because there must be some kind of crazy COVID going in in Texas because a bunch of Texans guys and a bunch of uh, Cowboys all got the COVID. And so, uh, uh, so, so that's so they it's kinda, not quite balanced for each team. So yeah, you gotta, so they kind of said, "Hey, quit doing that. Do your individual workouts, whatever you got to do." But kind of quit doing this stuff. But but while it was happening, Carr leading those those workouts, man, that was so badass. I mean, as I much as we that. we goof on Carr around here, like I mean, look. Can't say it enough. Very proud to have him as our quarterback. Oh my gosh! Very yes. proud of the leader and the man that he is. Yes. And and you know uh, we're gonna trust that 2016, despite the little shots that we take. And please know those are all tongue in cheek. Yeah. Despite the shots that we take at him, that uh, you know, hopefully this is the return to his MVP caliber. Like hopefully, yeah. This is the time where you know what I mean. Go out there and 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 have an MVP caliber season. And then guess what? We're not comparing you to Rich Gannon anymore. You're better. Right. So make yeah. it go. You we're yeah. We're I mean? comparing you to Stabler. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, go be clutch. Uh-huh. Go be clutch. Absolutely. So uh, so in terms of the full move, um, you know, the latest is that the, uh, the Raiders are completely on target in terms of the, the stadium yeah. uh, being done. Um, you know, whether they play in front of a full house of 65,000 people or not, that remains to be seen. I saw an article seen. today come out, and they said that they will they're, they're going to be allowing fans into the games this season. But at what capacity, they don't know. It, it may just depend on... How do you do that? How do you lottery the freaking season ticket? Hold- or, well, I guess first I and know. foremost, like, how many season tickets have been sold? Do you know off the top of your head? I don't. No, I have no idea. Okay, honestly. let's say of the 65,000 seats, let's say if they're allowed to have half capacity, let's say that 30,000 are season ticket holders. Do you just allow the season ticket holders to come in and then you just have to say that... You got to be spaced out, like every I mean, other I would, seat. Like, I mean, I, I would don't know. say so. I mean, I because they got to have dibs, they'd right? Give priority to those guys that you know, men and women that have paid, you know, for the whole season package. Yeah, absolutely. That's got to be right. The mm-hmm. way that it breaks down. So, and mm-hmm. I don't know. We need to find that out. So, um, well, so the I'm, black hole might be spread out to like six <laughs> sections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, we'll have Gorilla Rilla over here and and Violator yeah. Way over yeah. here and all that kind of stuff. It'd be yeah. just the 20 to the 20 uh-huh. all the way around the end yeah. zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which might not be a bad thing. It may not be a bad thing. So why don't, why don't you take the next chunk of this and I'm going to look up the season tickets. Yeah, so so they're talking about, you know, will Allegiant Stadium actually be ready and all that stuff. And, and all signs point to yes. I mean, they're saying that, you know, if you know if it's not ready, what are they going to do? Are they going to go to Inglewood? But what if Inglewood's not ready and all that stuff? And they're talking about maybe Arizona uh, if it's not ready. Which I think at this point, th- I think this article is is a few weeks old. Uh, but I do think that you know this stadium is going to be ready. There already looks like they're laying down turf and all that stuff. They did their huge monster flushing. You know, oh, I love like that, that, dude! I the, mean, the, the, like, the big yeah. where they flushed the every flush. toilet in the uh-huh. whole place at the same yeah. time, and they all yeah, and they all worked. So, so yeah. So, I mean, I, I so think it's going to be fine. Do you have okay? So, are those motion censored, or do you collectively have like how many toilets do you have in the place? Do you have to have like hundreds of people there on tap? Many, I I can't remember what it was. Was it? 237 restrooms or something like that. Okay. And, there, and I can't remember how many stalls or urinals or what what have you in each Because the Oakland Coliseum, you need like four dudes because you just flush. You just like, it's a trough. Well, yeah, it's just yeah, one but big now thing. You got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Now you got yeah. urinals, so now you got like 200 and some odd people. Uh-huh. There, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Okay, so I just looked it up. So I was way off. I'm a dumbass. So as of <laughs> not... I want to save that clip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, do that. 
So as of nine months ago, Raiders seat licenses for Allegiant Stadium. God, oh, I can't talk tonight. Raiders seat licenses for Allegiant Stadium nearly sold out. That was nine months ago. So okay, all the season tickets effectively have been sold out. So they're going to have to have some sort of a lottery system or like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and especially like if you're, if, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, because think about it. If you're, say you bought 50 yard line seats, like, you know what I mean? Like those aren't cheap and you've had a whole bunch of people buy those things. Like, how do you deter? Like, I mean, yeah. Like, even if you tell the people that are like, okay, seeing like the nosebleed seats or like the end zones and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, well, it'd be interesting to see. Cause I, I guess I haven't done any research to see, but like, I mean, what did they do with, with the NHL season ticket holders? what did they do with the NBA season ticket holders, MLS season ticket holders, uh, Major League baseball, baseball season now, yeah. ticket holders. What they do with all those people? They I just, imagine they I just mean, delayed it, right? They just because they already you pay for your tickets in advance. So I just assume that yeah, you have I mean, automatically get the next. So maybe but that's I mean, it. For the, but I mean, you know, I mean, if you look at basketball and hockey, you know, they cut it off in the, the busy point of their season, the last month of their season. So did they just give the money back? I bet you they don't give you. Well, they might give you a refund and then or hit just the, or just a credit into your account. I think that's and say, probably this it. will go towards next season. I think if so. You want. I think that's it. I think you have a lottery system and then you just automatically credit them for the next season because sure. assuming next season you're going to be at full capacity again. Yeah. So basically, it's like sorry about your luck. You don't get to come year one, but sure. you're not going we'll to hook pay you up for with next, year two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. That, I yeah. mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, and I haven't read anything or yeah. seen anything. But and that, season ticket holders, let us know. Yeah, Mojo. If you've heard in, yeah, Mojo and, and all Emiliano, these other guys. Like, yeah. No, yeah, let mm-hmm. us know. I mean, if, if you heard from the organization and say, hey, look, this is kind of what we're looking at, you know, here's here's our thoughts. You give us your feedback and we'll tell you. Yeah, yeah let yeah, us know. Definitely do that. So call us 909-345-3346. Yeah. Uh, and leave us a message and let us know or email us. Show, that's S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. And, uh, and let us know what's up, man. That's that's very interesting on how that's yeah. going to break down. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious on that. All right, so, yeah, go ahead and hit a break. Then we got one more. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. So I follow I follow Max Crosby on Instagram. Oh yeah, and he posted a bunch of pictures of uh, he he posts a bunch of videos of him doing workouts, individual workouts. Oh yeah, we I've were seen talking some about all that. Yeah, my gosh, he's a freaking beast. He's man. turning into a beast, dude. Yeah, I, I'm telling he's you, he's put on a lot of muscle. He's got the beard growing out and stuff, man. 2020, 2021 might be the year of the Condor. Oh, that'd be nice, man. Oh my that'd gosh, we I need mean, a we, we might be rusher, we might man. be looking at. Uh, uh, double dipping on the sacks of what he had this in 2019. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine dude, if he gets into the teens, even like that's strong, man, like yeah. what does that mean for the rest of the defense? Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause uh-huh. we're going to be able to cover a lot better. So I, I would, uh-huh. I would think they're going to get more time to pass rush. Yeah. Cause those things kind of go hand in hand. It's almost like a chicken or the egg. It's like, yeah, you cover long enough to let your pass rush get there. Does your pass rush get there quick enough to force a throw to allow right. your secondary to cover? Like it's so, yep. but if one of those things is dominant, like Khalil Mack in 2016, sure. then it allows for a lot of weakness in your secondary. Because, sure. you know, 2016, although we all reminisce and, you know, and wonder what it would have been like if Derek Carr doesn't get hurt, the bottom line is our defense wasn't that great. Khalil Mack was great. So Khalil Mack made up for a lot of ills that were going on in the secondary. Yes. You know what I mean? So it, I'm, I'm curious about that. Like yeah. if we start, like, because our secondary is going to be drastically improved and then you add a pass rush on top of that. Like, right. look out, man. So speaking of so speaking of, uh, of big time players. Hey, come on. Um, so uh, Jamal Adams. Yeah, man. I. What's he going to do? All right. So last night I was on uh, with, with uh, the Big Tuna on Bigger, yes. bigger and Brighter yes. Sports. Great guy. Great guy, had a lot of fun on the show. Go check it out. You can find him on, on YouTube. It's bigger and bratter, and uh, and he does like a, a Raider show, and he does like an interview show. He's starting to do now. And I was, it was like me and and one of the Mitch Renz was on there. Like like some other people have been on there. Who? Yeah. So, um, but 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 Big Tuna is awesome, man. He's such a cool guy, and I had a real good time. Anyway, so he brought that up about Jamal Adams, and where I kind of came out on it, Jeff, was that. For the value that's going to be exchanged, you're talking like a first and a third or like Jonathan Abram and a second or whatever. Like 
It's just too much. And considering that Adams signed a four-year extension in 2017, so not only do you lose the potential of someone like Abram or the potential of a number one pick, but then you lose the advantage of we talk about all the time, the value of a player. You have a value in a rookie that you don't have to pay him. You pay him the league minimum or whatever the rookie wage scale is for four years. So you bring in Jamal Adams, granted a lot of his salary is guaranteed by the Jets, but you still got to pay him a big wage and you got to re-sign him like versus just keep the guys that you got in house. And that's just too much value to send out to bring him in. I don't, you know, granted he's an all world player. He's a great safety, but like, are we at such a deficit at safety that we need to do that? Like, like, and we're talking about corner. Yes. Then maybe a little different of a, of a conversation. If we're talking about a Jalen Ramsey or something, Maybe a different conversation, but even then, like, don't ever forget. And this is what people lose sight of a lot of times. And this is why we traded Mac because you got to sign him. It's not just about who they are in that moment. It's about the investment that you have to make in that player. And that investment can be really top heavy when you're talking about second and third year or second and third contract free agents, man. Like yes. Jamal Adams could be looking for a big ass payday in the next right. year or two. And right. so, well, and that's, and that's kind of what I, what I was thinking with it. I mean, a first and a third, I can take that, but then if he pigeonholds us, you know, with a huge ass contract in, in two years or whatever, like, what are we going to do? We're going to be in the same situation that we were with Mac. You know, what are you going to do? Exactly, and then you got an aging free agent that you got to either right. just cut loose. And, or and honestly, I take I take uh, Abram over anybody right now. I love Jonathan Abram, man, I and, love and that I don't guy. think it's worth you know. I know we've only got three quarters of of of, of you know of a game to evaluate him on, but just his overall demeanor and the way and that an his entire off the game, season of hard knocks to to judge him. Well, on. yeah, well that's true too. You know? but like I just I don't think it's I don't think you could sacrifice that. I don't think you could no. sacrifice the potential of 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 him for considering the other value that if you're talking about like a swap like a player for player eh, maybe it's a different conversation but even still though you got to account for that contract man and i'm like yep we won't have to account for his contract for three more years like that's a long time yep uh that's a big window like that's a big window for Derek carr that's a big window before you got i mean you think about all the players in the gruden era or or even the the mayock era i should say think about all the players have been acquired those guys, should they pan out, are all going to demand big dollars. It's already funky. What are you going to do with a running back? It's oh, you know what I'm saying. What if you know Trayvon Mullen ends up you know with, with on the trajectory that he is now? He's going to want top cornerback money. Like you know what I'm saying. Like these guys get real expensive real quick. I'd rather pay the guys that we have in house. We already have invested in, uh, an investment in. They have tenure with the team. They have time with the team. There's gel. Yes. There's community there's all those things have already been formed versus yes. we've already been down this road enough as raider fans oh this guy's high profile d'angelo hall let's pay him and bring him in and nobody right. bothered to ask the guy if he could play a freaking man-to-man defense right you know exactly. what i mean like we've already done javon walker we've already done richard seymour we've already done like we've you know carson palmer like we've been there We've done all that. Let's not do that anymore. Let's build through the right. draft. Let's pay the guys that we bring in. Right. And the guys that don't pan out, then... then yes. Then, and, then, and, and yes, we only got to see three quarters of Jonathan Abram, but we got to see an entire season and offseason of him becoming a Raider. Yes. Like, you know, we got to see him... He's going to be a captain, in, dude. I'm telling you, in the next year, he will wear a C. He will wear a C for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, you know, I mean, we got to see him talk to to different uh, interviewers and different uh, networks and all that stuff about what it means to be a Raider and all that stuff. That's so badass, man. So badass, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Guy's legit, man. You know, and then, and same draft. So then you got Max Crosby. Like, what do, you think about, like, what guys get big paydays in the league? Yes. It's quarterbacks. It's left tackles. It's pass rushers. Yes. Like, guess what? If Max Crosby does what we were talking about, say he goes into the teens, say he has a 20 sack season in his future. Guess what, man? He's going to be expensive as hell. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He ain't Uh coming on the cheap. So let's not tire money up with Jamal Adams. Right. Let's wait and pay Max. Yep. You know what I mean? I'd rather do that. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. All right. So, all right. Let's. So, speaking of uh, high profile secondary guys, that's another segue. We have a lot of these tonight. We're all about second. Can I pee? <laughs> Have another truly. Yes. You can pee.
guy. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, my gosh. So Mosh says, he goes, <laughs> wait, hold on. Let me, th- let me think of it now. Mosh says, like, recently he was telling me, I've reached the age now where I get a 90-second warning on when I'm tired and when I've got to use the restroom. So within 90 seconds, I'm either taking a nap or I've got to change my shorts. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. He's out of control. All right. So speaking of old guys. Speaking of old guys. (laughs) Here's another segue. Mike Haynes. All right. Legendary cornerback for the Oakland Raiders. uh, Hall of Fame player. uh, A guy that that, uh, with him and Lester Lester Hayes, I mean, formed one of the more deadly secondaries ever in the history of the league. We're talking Black Sunday. We're talking Raiders of the early 80s. And um, so Mike was pretty vocal this week, man. Yes, he Uh, was. So Mike came out. Uh, as I mentioned, he's a member of the, of the Football Hall of Fame. Uh, right. He is, you know, NFL 100, 100th anniversary team. Um, the, the guy's about as, you know, bona fide as they come. Yeah. Made a mention that the Raiders might be doing a disservice to retired players by not having a Hall of Fame. Okay. And I thought that was really interesting because you're t- the, now, granted, he's on the board of directors for retired players, but I thought it was very interesting is that he, for him to call out the Raiders because he was also a Patriot and he talks about how, like, there are former teammates of his that are Patriots and they talk about, like, the respect of, you know, joining the team's Hall of Fame and, and, um, and where the Raiders don't have that and where, like, Raiders that get overlooked for the Pro Football Hall of Fame about how, like, that could be a way to honor them, like people like Tom Flores, you know, of course, and Cliff Branch. And I just thought it was, it was interesting. I don't know if – I don't want to call the man out and say that it's tone deaf, but that was my initial response because, as we all know, the Raiders, or maybe we don't, if you don't, here's some history for you. Al Davis constructed the Raiders' legacy in that it always pointed back to the team or at times himself because he was the Raiders. But it was all about the team. It was never about your number. That's why they don't retire numbers. Right. It was never about your individual accomplishments, which would lead to a player's Hall of Fame. It was about the collective of the organization and that everything had to focus back on the team and the organization and anything that didn't any individual accomplishments were not celebrated. The only time it was celebrated was at the hall of fame when players would go in and Al took pride that he inducted more guys into the hall of fame than any other person, any other player coach, you know, owner or whatever. Right. That was the only time that he celebrated individual accomplishments. And even then when you heard him during those speeches for those players, it was all about the greatness of the Raiders. It was always about the the the, the fire that burns brightest is the, the 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 you know the um the willing to win and like that notion I think somehow got misplaced with Mike on this. What yeah. Do you, what, do you, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean exactly what you said. I mean, I mean Al said no one's bigger than the Raiders. No one's bigger than the Raiders, and that's why they don't retire the numbers. You know all that stuff. So so yeah. So I mean I'm with you on that. I mean. Would we like to see guys in a in a Raider Ring of Honor, you know, like guys like that aren't in a hall, in the Hall of Fame, like Cliff Branch, like Lester Hayes? Do we want to give those guys some kind of recognition? That would be cool, but that's not the way that Al set it up, and so I can respect that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, he he he, he goes on to mention that would be an appropriate way to to honor the tradition from Oakland and L.A. Um, you know, and, and and he mentions that you know a nod to the past might be a might be appreciated by those players, but I I just don't know how at this point with this history now of the team, the sixty year history of the team, I don't know how you do that well. Like like you said, like you could, okay, you take the guys that you know should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame and aren't, so you take Plunkett, you take Branch, you take Flores. There's your initial three, right? That you induct, okay. Um, but then where do you go from there, man? And I don't know. You know, because the conversation changes. I mean, I think Villapiano is one um, that could be there. Uh, you know, do you start looking at Mark Van Egan? Do you start looking at Van McElroy? Do you start looking at, you know, I don't know, guys that had high-profile plays, Jack Squirek? Do you start, like, where do you then go from there? Um, because if you try to make it players that are already in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, like, forget it, man. Like, there's, it's so many. Yeah. Like, so you're going to have your inaugural ring of honor is going to have like, I don't know however many Raiders are in the hall of fame, but like, 
You know what I mean? And then and then what do you say? Do you include Eric Dickerson? Do you include guys that were Raiders and are in the Hall of Fame, but they weren't really Raiders? Do you include Ronnie Lott? Like, you know what I mean? Like the conversation right. gets real muddy real fast. Yep. So I, I kind of get what he's saying. And anything that is going to honor the legacy of the, the, the past, I'm all about that. We are all about that. We're all about honoring the past around here. Yeah. But I just don't know if there's a good way to go about it without slighting um, uh, well, other, without just keeping the tra- the tradition is the tradition, right? It's in place, right? And I'm not afraid of change. Like that's the other thing. Like in my real life and all that. Like I, I don't fear right. change. Like uh, the idea of like change is like what, we're going to Vegas for crying out loud. How much change you want, right? right. And I'm embracing that. But the whole, but like w- the way the players have been honored, I think you got to have consistency there, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the best way to honor a player that was a Raider is the fact that they wore silver and black and they were a Raider. Right. You know, and then we can honor them at alumni day alumni at training week, camp yes. because freaking everyone that wore silver and black comes out to that event and they're Raiders. You know, so so that's that's kind of how I look at that. You yeah. know, would it be cool to to recognize those guys? Sure, but we recognize them every day because they're Raiders. Yeah, so, we don't need to have a know, ring of honor, a plaque. To, I don't no, know. No, no, no. We'd have to extend Allegiant Stadium way up because the <laughs> ring would go round <laughs> yeah, and yeah, round yeah. and round and round. You know what I mean? I mean, there's there's a bunch of players that are that are all time greats for the Raiders that may not be in the NFL Hall of Fame. You know that we would want to do, and then a bunch of people that obviously are in the NFL Hall of Fame that we want to you know give honor to. But you know, just just the fact that they don silver and black to me is honor enough. That's pretty good, Jude. I like it. I like it, Swago. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have <laughs> you have C fans mailbag? Let's get into some emails. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body throws. It is. All right, so we're gonna do a little impromptu sea of fans. We're yeah, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna turn it over uh, to you, the RFR community, the RFR listeners, because you know you guys correspond with us a lot, and we always want to honor that. And uh, in fact, I got one from uh, uh, from Big Mike that hit us up on uh, Facebook even this week. And you know what? Oh, nice. You know what? I'm gonna call an audible. I'm gonna after Capo. I'm gonna read you that one. Do it uh, before we get into the rest of them. Do it. It was, it was a Facebook message, but it was a real good one. So I, I want to play that. Big but Mike. Anyway, Big Mike. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, the man that is the leader of the crew around here, he's Capo, he's Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. If you want to become a made man or a made woman, you can call the show at 909-345-3346, and we will play your voicemails on RFR Live, and if you get uh, uh, played three times, then we refer to you as a made man or a made woman. Michelle or you- Sweat, we're talking to you. Come on, made Michelle, woman. let's go. And uh, one more, because Michelle's got attendance of a live event, she's got an email, and she's in the chat all the time. Yes. You made her the One deal, more man. contact with the RFR Nation. And, and she's in. And she's in. She's, she's in. in. And, and we're going to play that amazing clip. It's <laughs> amazing because you recorded it. Well, yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah, absolutely. Good. And it's only been played once, and that was for Queen Haley of Scotland. Uh-huh. All, all hail the queen. Uh, so anyway, so yes. Yeah, so so please, Michelle, reach back out to us, and, uh, and, and uh, we'll, we'll add you to the list. And so anyways, we have a leader of the crew, and that is uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. And uh, let's go ahead and feature his voicemail. Greetings, Don Murphy, on the boss, Sonny, Consigliere, Marsh, Big Raider Trucker, our Sergeant Arms, the Sizzler, Mojo from the Pot Show, miss you dearly, bruh, Ramon the Mean King, stuck in West Virginia, Splatterhead, and Swag Jeff, it's your Capo and the Q-Dog Raider coming from the great state of Texas. Uh, first of all, I want to send out blessings and uh, best regards to Nick O'Leary, uh, former uh, Florida State yes. product and uh, Jameis Winston uh, recipient. Um He's got some heart problems. Didn't know why he did his sudden and abrupt retirement. But, uh, uh, you know, I look for him to come back in the 2021 season post-rehab. So best of luck to him and prayers up. Um, from the who gives a damn portion of RFR, Martavis Bryant is allegedly <laughs> applying for reinstatement to the NFL again. The bad news for us is he's a former Clemson product, which definitely means Chucky's going to give him a flyer. Let's go ahead and leave that turd in the basket, man, and move on. You know, our Raiders are reportedly interested in a Japanese kicker named Toshiki Sato. He played last season for the Japanese X League with IBM Big Blue. Hey, he holds a record there for a 58-yarder. Let's take a flyer on him. 
Uh, Nick Ellis of Just Blog Baby predicts that there will be three um, first-team All-Pros coming out of the Raiders stable in Rodney Hudson at center, Trent Brown at right tackle, and Josh Jacobs running back. Love yeah, that's a lot of edgy uh, riding right there. I could have predicted that myself. But moving on, Darren Waller's <laughs> been on tour lately. He told Darren Albert of uh, Larry Brown Sports, Scott Bear of NBC Sports, and went on tour with uh, SiriusXM NFL Radio, and he predicts the Raiders are going to be a top-five offense. But I had to be from Missouri on this one. They're going to have to show me, but I think all the necessary ingredients <laughs> are there, baby. So – uh, 2021, uh, it's also been, uh, identified as, uh, coming to the Death Star. That's right. Las Vegas will hold the, uh, 2021 Pro Bowl. Not an exciting game, but I am excited about the venue. Everything we can get in order to propagate, you know, what we're trying to put out there in the desert, I'm for it. Jesse Reed of, uh, Sports Knot wrote that Jason Witten could be one of the five grizzled veterans who can still dominate, you know. With all the added uh, weapons we've got on offense, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. He can be sneaky good as the number two tight end. Remember last year he had 63 catches for 529 yards and four touchdowns coming out of the broadcast. Legit, man. Lastly, I want all questions answered surrounding this defense. It's a reason for excitement, but also a reason of concern, specifically the depth at linebacker, the pass rush. Is it better? And, yes, the young secondary and how that chemistry can come together and them being a the top-notch unit and Paul Gunther in general. Now the hit list. Zay Jones, wide receiver. Devontae Booker, running back. Never should have signed him. Mm. P.J. Hall, whether he's going to be manly enough to step up this season. Brandon Parker, offensive tackle. And Daniel Carlson. That's all I got. Rue, remember, one nation under God. Hey, man, Capo. Love it. Yeah. He's the best. He is. He's the best. Uh, I want to hit on something interesting there that he said. He brought up about. He brought up a lot of interesting points there, but uh, one in particular that jumped out at me was Marinelli coming in, coming in to replace Coach Princeton Buckner. And Marinelli has like got a long history in this league as a defensive coordinator. And last night, Big Tuna asked me if if I thought there was going to be a point where um, he would be poised to step in for Gunther should Gunther continue to, we'll just say, struggle. Okay, and. I think that's a very viable uh, question to ask, and I and I hadn't really landed on that one entirely. I knew that, like we all love Coach Buck, yeah. but when you got the the resume of Marinelli and he becomes available, then it's purely just an upgrade yeah, based on yeah, experience yeah. and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And and I, although I think Coach Buck is on the fast track to end up a D coordinator himself, um, I think that when you got somebody with again that that legacy of a Marinelli that you're, you're willing to take that. But I think there might be an additional angle to that. It wasn't just like a, hey, let's upgrade at this coaching position. It was more like, well, we can upgrade, but we also can have a guy waiting in the wings, much like Mariota is to Derek Carr. If this guy doesn't get it done, we got someone right behind you that's got a track record. And I wonder... It, how much Paul Gunther will be on the on the on the hook this year? You know the Raiders got a tough schedule the first five games of the year, and there's a very real world scenario that we are. And I, this is not me talking smack, and you know my fandom will always lead, but I've just got to look at it semi objectively. There's a very real world scenario where we're one and four going into the bye week. Sure. Well, that's not going to be all Derek Carr's fault if we're that bad or struggling with the record that right. much does the Ra- or do the Raiders then part ways with Gunther and invite yeah. Rod Marinelli. Yeah. We could see a step- Marinelli Mariota week six, dude. And I mean, he's got rapport with Jeff Heath. He's got rapport with Malik Collins. He's got yes. rapport with these guys, with Kyle Wilbur. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like dude, like it, it wouldn't shock me, man. Now, hopefully we don't see it happen. Just like we don't want to see Derek Carr get displaced by Marcus, nope, I don't want to see Paul Gunther get displaced because if he gets displaced, it means that something's going wrong. But but if they're one and four, something's gonna change. Something's gonna change, man. Like it's very interesting, man. So, anyways, it's a it's an interesting thing that the capo there brought up. All right, before we get to the emails, uh, and I mentioned I'm gonna read uh, Big Mike's Big Mike, uh, Big Mike, but uh, which was which was really good this week. But also something that just popped up in the feed. Why is it? Jeff, that okay. every time we root for a local guy, whether that be like the Middle Tennessee State University Blue Raiders, right? Those guys that are in the league are like Chiefs and they're Niners, right? 
we the local guys when they make in the we're like why can't they beat like on our team or yes. you know what I mean or at least with the team that yes. we're like Jawan Jennings one of my favorite yeah. receivers from Tennessee go, go. he's a freaking niner yes like, I just what? read that stop ah. stop he's a niner the I guy love played that the, guy the guy played his high school football yeah. miles from here miles from here yes like yeah he went four. to Blackman High School here in Middle Tennessee yeah he caught a game winning Hail Mary pass against Georgia a few years ago a pass from Josh Dobbs he was my favorite friggin volunteer and now he's a friggin niner he's a niner <sighs> this is why you don't fall in love with players yeah oh, man I hate that guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nice knowing you, Jawan. Yeah. Now you're dead to us unless you come back to, to another team we can accept. Well, yeah. Um, all right. Here we go. Big Mike. Hello to all my fellow Raider enthusiasts out there. It's Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. I just wanted to stop in and say to the people that make this great show possible, Swag Jeff, the Murph. I like that. I gave the the on me. The Murph and Uncle Mosh. You got top billing on that. Top billing, bro. What the heck's going on heck around yeah, here? Heck yeah, man. What the heck's going on around here? I love that guy. What's going on around here, I Big Mike? love that guy. With special shout-outs, I mean respect to Watts Raider, Raider Born Rico, and Ron the Mater Raider. With uh, that being said, I wanted to talk about these Jamal Adams rumors floating around. In my opinion, it uh, in my opinion, with what it would cost. Oh my gosh, I can't talk. In my opinion, with what it would cost to get him and then keep him, the only correlation there should be is one of those floaters taking a big swirl as they exit our commodes and enter the sewer pipes. And speaking of flushes, congratulations to the Death Star for having fully operational bathrooms. Yes, the stadium passed its big flush test this past week. I'm excited that the stadium is nearing completion because that means football is almost here. It's time for Carr to step into his role as a real leader because now there is real competition waiting in the wings. Um, Lastly, I'm looking forward to seeing the improved defense flying around flying around the f- oh the field um having our o and d work together giving each other opportunities to win games is something i've been waiting to see for a while take care nation much love big mike big mike proud made man and one time one time one time one time sizzler award winner nice nice thanks big mike well yeah interesting there he talks about the o and the d working together you know something um that i again i'm gonna reference the uh, interview from last night We've missed turnovers. We missed someone like Khalil Mack to get us the ball back, get us that big sack on third down, deflect yes. that pass, do like he did to Cam Newton, pick it off and run into the end zone. Right. We saw uh, um, uh, Eric Harris do that against Philip Rivers uh, in, the, in yes. the Thursday night game this past yeah. year. Yeah, well, we saw, we saw Max Crosby do it. We, he had four forced fumbles this year. Exactly. You but, know? but to create those turnovers, like create that, give yes. Derek the ball back on a short field, I think goes a long way. Yes. And, and we're going to see a lot more of that. I don't know how much, but I'm going to assume that we're going to see a lot more of that this yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. All right, who you got? All right. Uh, hello, RFR family. I'm hoping, I'm hoping everyone is staying safe and washing your hands. Well, sports is almost back in our lives again, and the NBA and NHL are starting next month. Uh, and just today, we've heard that the uh, that the MLB Major League Baseball has announced that they will start July 24th uh, on a 60 game season. Is what I've heard. Uh, yes. Uh, and, and excited as I am that sports are coming back, I can't help but have a bad feeling in the pit of my stomach. There's a lot going on in the world today, and it's scary to even think what could happen in the next few months. November can't get here fast enough. Stay safe, Raider Nation, and remember that we are all children of God. Yours truly, Amen. Matthew Mangus, proud made man, Raiders and A's fan since 1995. Nice. Well, yeah. I appreciate that. And uh, we had an email from the uh, from the other Mangus twin. Oh. But we're going to save it. We're going we're gonna to save that Good. In, in, in the interest of dispersing our content amongst multiple shows. Yes. So you, yes. You, we got like a, like a, like nice, like nice a one. Yeah, we got a one Mangus limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate those guys, man. They are they are some of the most diehard RFR listeners. Oh my that we gosh, have, yes. man. Those guys are great. We love the the Daniel and Matthew Mangus. All right, so um this comes to us from RPZD Joker, and he says, So Murph. Okay, let me set this up. So last night, again to reference the interview I had with Big Tuna. So we talked about he asked me about what player that I like most for the Raiders that really wasn't that great. It was like 
maybe a guy that was like, you know, under-celebrated or underrated or, you know, someone that you always rooted for but never quite had like a prolific career. Like it's easy to be a Kenny Stabler fan. It's easy to be a Willie Brown fan. It's easy to be a Tim Brown fan, right? Because those guys had these monster careers. What guys were we fans of that didn't have necessarily a monster career? So my answer to him was Johnny Lee Higgins. Johnny Lee was an awesome receiver for the Raiders. Um, he was a very good special teams player. Uh, he was, we had very few highlights in that decade in terms of like uh, special teams electricity and Johnny Lee like would return a punt for a touchdown. Like he was, he was a really dynamic player. The guy was great and he was killer on Madden. I used to destroy my brother with him. Oh, yeah. um, and so, uh, so Johnny Lee, number 15 and uh, he got, hit in a game and his career was effectively cut short it was one of those kind of hits where you get hit and you're not the same anymore it's not necessarily that you have a physical limitation due to an injury it became mental and and then i always felt for him because he got destroyed going over the middle uh by jamarcus russell now the date was whatever the first week of the season was by who jamarcus russell Really? Yeah, hit him over the well. The pass. The pass. Oh, oh sorry. Pass I thought of, you meant a hit. No, I mean like he hit him on a pass. Okay. So he led him over the middle of the field. This is the week one, two thousand nine, Monday Night Football. Raiders are in their white AFL jerseys. Oh. Glorious man, beautiful game. We ended up losing by four because uh, a touchdown call earlier in the game got overturned. That was back when that whole like maintain possession through the end zone through the catch. BS was going on. Right. Lewis Murphy got jobbed on a touchdown, uh, ended up only getting a field goal out of that possession, and we lose by four. So there you go. There's the math, right? So, anyways, um, in that game, so uh, Jamarcus leads Johnny Lee. Johnny Lee gets hit over the middle, and I couldn't remember who it was. I didn't think it was Eric Weddle. Now, our emailer, our RPZD Joker, is off a little bit on the year, but he's correct. I went back and found it. And he says, I went back and looked at the Chargers roster, roster and uh, Eric Weddle was on the roster starting in 2007. So I don't remember the year Johnny, Legan's got that, Johnny Lee Higgins got that big hit, but if it was after 2007, it was Weddle. So he called it, and I went back and looked, and sure enough, it's number 32, and he looks much different than he does now. Sure. Um, you know, with the beard and the whole goat right, thing and all that right, stuff. Right. Like, he's got the swag Jeff beard. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, but Weddle was the guy. Weddle was the guy that leveled him, and basically Johnny Lee was never the same right. after that. He wasn't, and and so um, uh, so appreciate RPZD Joker and the clarification on that. And uh, yeah, because in the middle of the show, I couldn't remember. And I was like, I think I'm like, was it a Bronco? I'm like, who was it? I'm like, and and even and even Big Tuna was like, man, I don't know. He's like, it would have been Eric Weddle. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like I could, I just couldn't piece it together. Sure. Sure, anyways, sure. that's who it was, and that's who ended ended his career. So sadly, uh, but anyways, thank you to. Uh, RPZD Joker. There you go. All right, one more. Murph, with the lack of football at present, I was thinking about the 55th Super Bowl scheduled for February 2021. In the tradition of numbering Super Bowls with the Roman numeral system, next year's game will be Super Bowl LV, as in LV in Las Vegas. (laughs) Coincidence? I think not. Raider Nation forever. Frank from NorCal, proud made man. Right on, Frank. Nice. That's legit, dude. How cool would that be? How cool would that be, oh man? My gosh. We're, due. we're due. We'll get one in the next couple of years. I'm telling you, they're gonna. Oh, we're gonna. We're gonna jump in line. We've got to contend, man. You know, when I was talking to, I keep referencing all these other interviews. Oh, upcoming when we talk to Kyle and Kevin here on the network. Yeah. Um. You know, we were talking about like realistic expectations. Like remove your fandom. Realistic. Realistic expectations as a Raider fan. I mean. I, I don't ever want to play for second place. I'm not that guy. Like I'm all about like, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're not first, you're last. Like I, you know, I'm Ricky Bobby in that. Yep. But I also understand there is an NFL MVP and a Super Bowl MVP. And like one of the most explosive offenses that the league has ever seen playing in our division, like, and a defense, that's not all that bad. So, I mean, I get it that like, if we're going into this thing going like, Oh man, we're going to win the West. Like, yeah, but are we like, let's be realistic about it. If we can, you know, be in a decisive second place and make the playoffs, like that's a huge win for us Absolutely. as a franchise. Like, so, you know, I, I think that to, to think other than that would be uh, disingenuous, despite our fandom. Now, that said, when they got to pay Patrick Mahomes, who's going to get a billion dollars, I saw today Dak signed his franchise 
31 point four mil. Unbelievable, dude. And so you know Mahomes is going to be looking for like thirty five plus, and they're going to pay him, and they're going to. But you have to. Yeah, he's you the most electrifying player in the entire sport. Like you can't not pay yep. that guy. Yep. You know what? What kind of? I mean. They'd freaking string up uh, Andy Reid by his toes if they if they you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, so like, you look at guys like Chris Jones in the middle in the middle of their defensive line. He's gone. You know, I mean, Tyreek Hill's going to ask for a big contract. He might be gone. You know, let's just wait it out, man. Mahomes can't do it all on his own. It's the same thing that happened to the Broncos. It's the same thing. Like, uh, and we called it from miles away. It, it just happens. And when you look at Okay, what happened to the Ravens when Flacco won a Super Bowl and he got paid? They went away for a while. What yep. happened to the Seahawks when Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl and he got paid? They went away for a while. Yeah, all their what defense the, went away. What happened to the Packers when Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl? They went away. For, like, it just happens. It's the way that the formula of the league works. Yep. The guy won a Super Bowl. He's a freaking MVP. He's going to get paid like it, and they're not going to be able to support the rest of the team. Yep. That's when the Raiders make their move. Yep. Like, I think that like we got to give them. I what year it. is Mahomes in his contract? This is it. This is his contract year. This is his contract year. So after this year, they're going to pay him fat cash, dude. Yeah. So next year, because all these other now, players... Now, who, who be... signed the franchise for, for the Chiefs? I don't this know. This isn't Chiefs fan radio, obviously. I don't but, know. But, but, but I, it doesn't matter, but, frankly. But it, was it Chris Jones? I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. But it, frankly, again, it doesn't matter because they're going to commit all their money to Patrick after yes. this year. So yes. after Which this they year, should. Yeah, again, that's, Which they, they should. They should. So but, what? But what does that do to the rest of the team? And then what does that create for us? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's, that's, their, that's your window. That's our window, and our window mm -hmm. opens up what? Because what we've got is we've got a, a quarterback that's now effectively on an affordable contract based yes. on the rest of the league, uh -huh. and we have all of our superstars. We're most of our superstars. All of our superstars in year two or exactly. Three. They're all on their freaking rookie deals still. Now I'm telling you, dude, our window is. You're right. It's the three to five years from now. Because once we got to pay, Max, once we got to pay, I don't know, not, we won't get to rugs yet. Jacobs. But Josh Jacobs, exactly. Like, you know, you could franchise him, but then you got to pay the pass rusher. Like, I mean, like, whatever. Like, it's going to get to that point. We've got to start investing in the line again because mm -hmm. these guys are going to get old. Like, Incognito's only got one or two years. You know, Rodney Hudson, maybe three to five years himself, right? Like, you th start thinking about yep. that stuff. It's going to start coming to yep. a head. So yep. our you window. Got Gabe and Brandon Parker. What are you going to do with those guys? Absolutely, man. Our, yep. our, our freaking window. I mean, because what Gabe's got one more year on his deal, right? Yeah, I'd say I'd say our next draft is going to be heavy in O-line. It's got to be. It's got to be. As good as they're going to be this year, you've got to get something in the in uh, to replenish it. That's what hurt us when we lost, you know, all the Wale and like we didn't have, or, you know what I mean? Or not all the Wale, Clutch uh, Assembly. Like when we started losing those guys, you know what I mean? We, we, and even though Austin Howard wasn't great, but he was there. But like we didn't have anybody to come up behind of those guys. Sure. You know what I mean? And granted, you could say there were questionable drafts, but anyways, yes, I agree with you. We got to invest in the line and defensive line probably again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Mo Hurst, it can't be the only defensive tackle, him and Malik mm -hmm. Collins. Mm -hmm. Like we need some more depth than that, PJ Hall, looking at you. Yep. Right. So, anyways, man, this show ran long. Yeah, but it's fun. Damn. Well, I had, I had like a five minute pee break. Well, you did have a pee break. <laughs> you, and your, you and your mosh bladder. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. All right, Swag, that's all we got. That's all we got, man. We, right. we, don't, we don't give a sizzler out on the rundown. No, I don't do sizzlers. Right no, 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 no. No, no. Raider Nation is a sizzler. Every rundown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate you checking in with us on the rundown. Support the Murph's Fan Cave uh, uh, series of shows by liking, subscribing, uh, giving us good ratings on iTunes, all that good stuff. And Subscribe then, to our YouTube. Yes. We got Dude, like, we're like, we like 1.97 subscribers. We need like 28 people. Hit and, that button. And you're going to get free stuff. Swago's going to start losing a whole bunch of weight, and he's going to have all these, like... like two, yeah, 2X jerseys yeah, and shirts stuff and stuff, to stuff give that away. giving away. Yeah, and I'm going to sign them all. Yeah, heck yeah, dude. I'll, I'll send them to you, but it's going to have a huge Swag Jeff signature right in the middle of it. <laughs> and that's fine. You want that. You, that's yeah, good. You need that in your life. It's worth money. Absolutely it is. All right, man. Appreciate you, Raider Nation. We love you. Peace. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. 
I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you and your team want to cut down on busy work and get more choice and control over accounts payable, you need Bill. Bill Accounts Payable is your secret weapon for saving time on AP. And with a special offer at bill.com slash podcast, you'll save money too. With Bill, streamline your entire AP process, including bill creation, approvals, and payments. You can pay with ACH, credit card, check, and international wire transfer. Plus, you can easily integrate with most accounting software. No wonder hundreds of thousands of businesses are already using Bill to manage their AP. Schedule a free demo now to see how Bill can automate your financial operations. And right now, get 15% off when you subscribe to Bill Accounts Payable. There's never been a better time to sign up. This special offer is available for a limited time only at bill.com slash podcast. Terms apply. See bill.com slash podcast for details. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.